Welcome, everybody. We are back in the saddle again. We're moving on here into chapter 15 in the Wisdom of Solomon. And here we go into some more of the idolatry and even worshiping of the vile beasts. Yes, indeed. Uh, take a look at Bell and the Dragon. It's a good history of this uh, worshiping of these uh, monsters. Okay, even Leviathan, they say, was worshipped by people. He was, what, the king of the children of pride. But here in 15, verse 1, it says, But thou, O God, art gracious and true, long-suffering, and in mercy, ordering all things. For if we sin, we art thine, knowing thy power, but we will not sin, knowing that we are counted thine. Okay, so you're going to slip up and sin, but you're going to try not to sin, and nobody's going to be perfect, are they? Okay. In three, it moves on. It says, For to know thee is perfect righteousness. Yea, to know thy power is the root of immortality. In four, it says, For neither did the mischievous invention of men deceive us, nor an image spotted with diverse colors, the painter's fruitless labor. Period. So you see how it's going into uh, Solomon's take on this idolatry. Notice some of the details here. Okay. Um, in five, it says, The sight whereof enticed fools to lust after it, and so they desire the form of a dead image that hath no breath. Now this, this sounds just like Baruch or uh, Jeremiah. They go over and over and over the stupidity of idolatry. Okay, in 6 it says, Both they that make them, that's the idols, they that desire them and they that worship them, are lover, lovers of evil things and are worthy to have such things to trust upon. Yep. Okay, so notice here the people that are deceived themselves are evil. They just are. And they desire, they lust after these images. Okay. All right, now we go into the use of this term potter. And on our side, we talk about the potter, the Lord does, and many times that's attached to prophecy. But in the occult, they use the potter. Uh, that's Potiphar and that whole bloodline um, 
They talk about they are the gods, they are the fashioners, you see. Like the potter does the glass or the uh, clay pot. They're creating, see, they're imagining on their side. And on our side, we, the Lord, mocks them, okay, and uses this um, similitude over and over of the potter, and it infuriates the occultists, okay? All right, so anyway, in 7, uh, they're harmonizing this with Romans 9-1-1 or 9-11. It says, For the potter, tempering soft earth, fashioned every vessel with much labor for our service. Yea, of the same clay, he maketh both the vessels that serve for clean uses, and likewise also all such as serve to the contrary. But what is the use of either sort? The potter himself is the judge. So you don't have to make your idol there, Mr. Potter. In eight it says, and employing his labors lewdly, he maketh a vain god of the same clay. Even he, which a little before was made of earth himself, and within a little while after returneth to the same out of which he was taken. So that's the potter himself, and he was made of the dust of the ground, and back to dust he goes. On into verse 8, it says, When his life which was lent him shall be demanded. Again, the Lord made the spirit that's inside of us. It belongs to the Lord. It goes back to God that gave it, and we're going to see that as we go into Ecclesiastes, King Solomon as an old man. Okay, uh, in 9, notwithstanding his care is, not that he shall have much labor, nor that his life is short, but striveth to excel goldsmiths and silversmiths and endeavoreth to do like the works in brass and counteth it his glory to make counterfeit things. So there he is. He's pretty carnal here in that statement, ain't he? In 10 it says, His heart is ashes. His hope is more vile than earth and his life of less value than clay. For as much as he knew not his maker, and him that inspired into him an active soul, and breathed in a living spirit. Okay, see, every minute we got is a gift from God here in that statement. 12, it says, but they counted our life a pastime and our time here a market 
for gain. For, say they, we must be getting every way, though it be by evil means. So they don't care. They get their gain no matter who they have to step on, no matter how evil it is, who they have to defraud. Doesn't matter to them. Does not matter to them. In 13, it says, For this man that of earthly matter maketh brickle vessels and graven images, knoweth himself to offend above all others. And all the enemies of thy people that hold them in subjection are most foolish and are more miserable than very babes. And he doesn't mean this babe is a nice, cute infant. We're talking about somebody that is uh, doesn't have good um, knowledge. 15, it says, For they counted all the idols of the heathen to be gods, which neither have the use of eyes to see, nor noses to draw breath, nor ears to hear, nor fingers of hands to handle, and as for their feet, they are slow to go. 16. For man made them, and he that borrowed his own spirit fashioned them. But no man can make a god like unto himself. So the Lord made you and breathed life into you, and you can't even top that with any of your inventions out here, and that includes the trashy robotics that we have today, the uh, Darwinian theory, 2001, a space odyssey, vanity. Okay, 16, for man made them, and he that borrowed his own spirit fashioned them, but no man can make a god like unto himself. 17, for being mortal, he worketh a dead thing with wicked hands, for he himself is better than the things which he worshipeth, whereas he lived once, but they never. 18, yea, they worshipped those beasts also that are most hateful, for being compared together some are worse than others, neither are they beautiful so much as to be desired in respect of beasts. But they went without the praise of God and his blessing. Now see here, this is more of the uh, contrariness of idolatry, and the fact is that Many of these things are uh, talismans, and uh, the vile beasts, they represent, to the top sorcerer, they represent the great beast. The great beast, the great snake man, the fallen angel, Lucifer, the dragon, the snake. Uh, this is what these people worship, and it's an image of their master, 
Lucifer. Now, how do you like that, folks? I'll get this up there. Bye.